You're listening to Honest Participants Only, a Dream Days Experience podcast. What I'll start by saying is, I saw your son watching your set. Um, when we came in late, me and my friend, we came in late and we sat in the available chairs that were there. And I looked over and I was like, I know that little boy's face. <laughs> I was like, ah, I know his face because I've seen him all over, all over social media, um, you know, and whatever. And he was, he was glued to the stage, which was great. And he smiled, he was polite, he was friendly, he was everything. And I was just like, oh, that's just really nice. Um, and then obviously you were introduced and you weren't introduced by name. You were just, they gave you like your intro, your run up. And he turned to us, remember, people he's never met before. <laughs> and he turned to us and he said, that's my dad. <laughs> he, honestly, he was, <laughs> he was so full of glee. There was, there was just, I was just like, uh-huh. oh, that's amazing. I fully knew who he was. So I knew that that had to be your son, da, da, da. But I just was so excited for him. Wow. Wow. And the moment you came out, you know, he was doing all the clapping. We, we were clapping and doing stuff, yeah. stuff, you know, you've got to support. But I couldn't help, I was glued to your set, but I was also, I couldn't help glancing over at him. Yeah. His reaction. And I wish that you could have been a fly in the wall because obviously he's so proud of you. That's exactly why I, I, I brought him. One, I didn't realise the other comics was going to talk like that I was like oh my goodness <laughs> I, I tried to say it quickly when I left but I didn't realise the comics was before was gonna you know yeah. talk where they spoke but um, I thought you know it's, it's done I'm on second anyway so I'm uh, you know I do mine and, and, and then we leave um, and um, I really wanted him to see how I perform um, how I am what I do when I leave on the weekends because a lot of the time I'd be like, oh, son, I've got to go. I've got to go down to, like, tonight, I've got to go to South London. I've got to go here. I've got to show. But because I live in Houghton Regis and it was local, I thought, hey, you can actually come with me. But when it's these shows like South London and traveling there for an hour, doing the show and traveling back, it's a bit, um, it's difficult bringing him. So I really wanted him to see how I am. I took out any kind of, like you know stuff that I'd speak about general because I had got loads of relationship jokes and stuff I thought let me uh, and sex jokes and stuff I thought let me let me take all of that out yeah. and just you know just talk about just life marriage this that and whatnot and um yeah I, I, I was I really did want to see how he because he's been with me before to shows yeah but um it's been a while and he's older now you know so I really did. I, I didn't even know he, that he said that to you. So that's what is that's really made me smile. And he turned to you and said, "That's my dad." Honestly, it was it was so authentic and visceral. He, he you could tell he was feeling it through his whole body, and yeah. he was so excited. Um, to be fair, though, I know what you're saying about you didn't know the content of the previous comedians and stuff. But I think, um, and I'm I'm probably making an assumption, but I think that your relationship goes way deeper than just bringing your son on your trips in as much as we don't expose our children to that kind of thing on a regular basis however one one off here and there isn't going to make your son yeah exactly that's what i thought i thought you're going to hear it one day 
you yeah. know, one day we're going to be talking about sex and the birds and the bees one day. So, you know, I know you're hearing the adult version and jokes. And I said to him um, on the way back, you, you do know that comics, we it, um, exaggerate. We okay. exaggerate. And I said, it's the same about rappers. Rappers, they lie. They exaggerate. They talk about things they may or may not have, but it just sounds funny or sounds good at the time. He's like, yeah, I understand. But yeah, he understood and knew that, you know, it's just it's just jokes. Like, example, the joke I had about his teacher, Miss Paris. He doesn't have a teacher called Miss Paris. He's got, her name's a different name, but I didn't use that name. But he understood, obviously, you can't use that name because, you know, it's, it's you know. And that was from a different school that he went to. So he understands that, hold on, you're not just talking the truth. You're, you're saying what you need to say for people to go down the journey that you're giving them. And then he sees people's reaction to it and understands even more, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I really, um, yeah, I really like when he comes to the show and sees me perform. When I'd done a big show in the O2 and I sold it out, he was there. He came up on stage afterwards and welcomed me with flowers. And he said it was a big deal for him. And I think it's rare. Not a lot of parents can offer their child that. And especially with their parent on stage and performing. It's like a unique experience that, you know, you can give your child. So I definitely want my son to understand. And even he doesn't mind standing up on stage anymore. So Yeah, I mean, I saw the picture, the one you're talking about. And he, he just looked comfortable. Yeah. I think yeah. another Axel in the making. Yeah, this is what people are saying. So I'm happy I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. I think it's very important for kids to not be scared of public speaking and public acting and performing. So many people cannot do it. It's, yeah. It shocks me. The amount of people that say to me, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how, not even the jokes. I don't know how you stand up on stage. And I, I keep thinking that people are talking about the jokes, you know, when they say, I don't know how you do it. I automatically think, how do you think of these jokes? But they're not, they're talking about how do you stand there? But it's so normal to me now. I don't even, I don't, I, I'm surprised how much people can't do it. So many people. And I think it just opens so many doors for people that can. So my son, he could probably, he could go into, you could anyone that performs, he could go into radio um, even though it's not face-to-face, but, you know, some people are even scared of speaking and not being seen. So, like, radio, you could go on to presenting, you could be an actor, you can be a comedian, you could be a singer, you could, all these things, public have to see you. So once you've got that um, backbone and the strength to be able to stand up on stage, it just opens your future doors to many, many things. Well, this is it, because nowadays, the, the game of being a comedian or being an actor or being any of those individual things isn't just one thing. If you are uh, a comedian on YouTube, you're also uh, an editor, a director, a writer, you know, yeah. you, you do it all. Yeah. And so exposing the children of today to that kind of thing can only be a good thing. Yeah. And in fact, we're probably going to be learning a lot more from them than they are from us. As soon as yeah. Very true. Very true. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I did say to him. I leant over to him um, during the show, and I said, "Did you give your dad permission? You know, <laughs> you know, we're getting paid off of this." <laughs> and then he laughed. He was like, "Yeah, but yeah, it's just a joke." But it's so interesting that it's very, very powerful that he can see you making a living of something that makes you so happy. Yes. 
Yes. And he was just, he gave me a hug afterwards. He said, that was really funny, Dad. And, you know, this he, he, he liked the jokes about him and, you know, parents. And he said he really liked the joke about um, when you lean over and you're like, good. <laughs> he said he loved it. He said he absolutely loved it. He said, because that's exactly what you and mum do when, uh, you know, I'm messing about with my cousins. So he, you know, I think he's, he's doing something beneficial up there. Yeah. yeah. So and these so, are memories that he will never forget. Exactly. So tell me just quickly, I want to know a little bit about your family in as much as are they supportive and how instrumental were they in your choice of career? Um yeah, my family now are very supportive. I've noticed that a lot of comics, when you tell people I'm gonna make people laugh on stage, they tend to laugh at you. <laughs> oh, really? Are you sure? Because they don't understand the concept behind standing up and make people laugh. My mum didn't get it. Like, what are you? But you don't say jokes around the house because what they'll do is they'll compare you to how you are at home. Yeah. So, and me personally, and most of the comics actually, when you meet them face to face, they're very calm. Very calm. I mean, I don't, I, I, maybe I have a little laugh here and there. But, you know, I'm, I'm carrying on with my day-to-day. It's when I stand up on stage, I've got a job to do, and I understand how to do it. So I suppose a lot of family members, they, they know you as, you know, the cousin or the, the son or the, you know, the, whoever you are to them. They don't see you in that way. You wasn't making jokes on you every day. So they don't understand what it takes. But then once they see you on stage and they see how you are, then they're like, okay. My mom couldn't get it until I I perfected my craft, and then I invited her to a show. Yeah. And then she went up and she was like, "Wow, you were so different." She's like, "It's almost like I didn't recognize you," because she she hasn't seen me in that in that way in that light before. So um, I think it takes people seeing you um, in action. Yeah. But uh, so if you didn't have, and I know exactly what you're talking about. So if, cause I, I write. So my main thing, I would say that I'm a, I'm a writer. My, I'm really good with words and it can be hard to keep motivated if the people around you don't quite get it yet. Yes. How do you continue to motivate yourself? Um, the other comics, um, watching other comics stories, uh, them online, reading their books, understanding where, how it was for them when they started. The American comics really are in tune with that and get it because it's such a big country. Um, it's just, you know, it's, 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 it's so difficult for them to be established. So the kind of level that one is in, in UK, if you replicate that to the States, we'd be on TV, we'd be like, oh, big deal. But because we're smaller here, and the culture's smaller, um, you you get established quicker. Yeah. Yeah. You get established quicker. But I definitely watch, I definitely listen to the other comics. We will, look, all the comics talk. We'll talk in the back, talk about, oh, what about this show? How long did it take for you to, I don't know, get your first 20 minutes? When was the first time you, you got professionally paid for your work? Because when you first start, you don't get paid. Yeah. So until you're established and all these all these things and knowledge that you gather and oh did you hear about this comic they got this or they got that tv you know deal or oh, they're on this show and all sorts 
are comics supportive to each other behind the scenes then? Do, do they happily put each other on? Sometimes. Sometimes it's a very dog-eat-dog world. It's almost like um, on a show, let's say you've got five comics, six comics, it, it, it can feel like you're versing one another. Yeah. Like, oh, we've done all right there. All right, cool. I'm going to do better than that. Or if someone's before you, you're like, oh, this guy's killing it. No, I need to change my, I need to change my game. I need to up my game. Or, you know, you look at who's on the lineup and they might change depending on what some comics have done is because we kind of know what everyone talks about. We know everyone's set because we're around each other so often. What some comics, which I've heard they've done, which is really shocking, is, okay, so let's say, so who was on before me? That French, oh no, you came in. Okay, so let's, okay, so let's say I was on before Curtis. And let's say I knew some of the jokes Curtis was going to talk about. If I mentioned that first, that will eliminate him from speaking about certain topics because they've already been used. So it's not as funny. And some comics I've heard have done that. They look at the lineup and they'll be like, right, I'm right before him. All right, let me think about what he talks about. Okay, I want to say this, this, this. So he cannot be as funny as me because he cannot talk about those stuff because I've just mentioned that. You know, that is how it can get. Yeah, but I'm more time. It's just a family. It's a family vibe. It's like, well done, man. Congratulations. Or you know that joke you done there. Well, why don't you go down this route and say it like that? Or I like what you done there. But pause a bit and hold back. They'll give you advice, tips. You know, um, you got little groups. Some 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 comics are best friends, and they they help write together. So they'll help write, and you know, you can hear each other in 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 the in the stand up in the performance. And then some just stick to their own. They just go in, get the job done, leave. Some stay about, mess about. It's really, it's like a school. Yeah. You've got some people you like. You've got some, someone that's the big bully. You've got some that's your best friends. You've got some people you can sit at the canteen table with. You got, it's like that. You've got different types of comics and different groups. likable because you're, I, I believe, you're just a likable person. So even yeah, I don't I don't get mixed up in any of this. Any time I hear anyone talking about comics or whatnot in the background and it's negative, I just move away. Yeah, I just there's nothing. I don't need to talk negative about anybody. It's all good vibes. As soon as before someone goes on, I always pat them on the back. Good luck. Rip it out there. That was my that's my line. Good luck. Rip it out there or uh, break a leg. And when they come out. After they finish, like well done, man. That was amazing. You always got you got to lift each other up. So that's the kind of comic I am. Some mm-hmm. comics they don't acknowledge you in the background at all. But for me, I make sure that before you go on, if I can catch you and I see you just before you go on, it's like well done. Um, have a good one, man. Rip it up, break a leg, just to give them that. Because I remember comics doing that to me. I remember Slim doing that to me before I went on and Richard Black was doing that to me before I went on and I remembered it made me feel so much more stronger and less scared yeah that's really so I tried to do that myself yeah and um, so in terms of friends but outside of the comic world now and I don't need details but I'm interested to know with your success have you lost friends yes yeah yes 100% because like I said, it's the doggy dog. So when someone's done something uh, quite big before someone else, because everyone's in has been in the game different amounts of years, and people associate the length of time you've been in 
mean as how big you are in the game or how established you are, which it's not. It's to do with talent. It's to do with potluck. It's to do with who your manager is and all sorts. So you've got people that's been in the game for like two years and they've gone way past people that's been in the game for 10 years. Now, depending on that person's mindset, they can have a negative attitude to that person. Even though it's nothing to do with them, they just work hard. They have no idea. They've got no control on how long the other person has been in the game. But they're just like, oh, who are you? What, who, who do you think you are? That's just luck. What, you think you can shoot past me? And all sorts, all sorts. A lot of people have been um, in the game, I've heard, have been hating on a comedian called Moda Comedian. Right. Because um, he's been very successful. And it's, it's horrible sometimes to hear it. But it doesn't, just, yeah, I've had, I've had people talk bad. But you kind of just keep your head down and just crack on you make sure that you deliver the best you can on stage and um yeah the people that want to congratulate you after or before they do you make sure you go out chat to the people that actually came out to see you and yeah you just just stick to that sounds like good advice for anyone Mm. um i want to get slightly off the beaten track it all relates to what we're talking about but you heard about the recent um killing of nipsey hustle right correct so I want to ask you something a bit more about culture, the culture and the UK. Um, do you think we have a similar issue with UK people in the black culture finding it hard to support and champion those who are making waves in their name? Can you say that again, please? Sorry. Well, you know how he was killed because basically he was trying to come back to the hood. He was trying to do well. He was, people saw him doing well, but he was still living the same lifestyle. And yeah ultimately what it's uh, allegedly it comes down to jealousy yes you have a similar issue in the uk with the black culture and young people who are trying to do their thing in their lanes and when they start to make it do we have the same issue with not wanting to support them for whatever reason i I don't know what the reasons are yes 100 percent, 100 percent. i've seen that a lot um hating on them why are they um better than i am who do you think you are why are you getting more limelight than me but the reaction to it um i think is is very shocking i know in america it can ultimately lead down to killing someone else or shooting them but it's obviously the path is jealousy or as one says hating um some people i suppose would hate what I've seen in UK, hate and just put bad words on their name and let people know oh, I don't even like him too much or, you know, maybe a, I haven't seen that much, but maybe a little fight. Yeah. But in going down the route of wanting to end someone's life and take someone else's life because they may be better than you or they've got something that you don't have, I think is is shocking. But yes, definitely in UK, definitely. Um I see a lot in London, South, East, North, Northwest, West. Um, but I, I don't, I'm trying to think of a way to stop it. I think it's more maturity and I don't know how to eliminate jealousy because I think ultimately it comes down to jealousy. So it's, I think it's tackling um, the demons of jealousy. Yeah. And how do you do that? And so understand that sometimes people are better than you or have better things or whatnot but you shouldn't feel anger towards them but to feel like oh that's it, it. 
be inspired instead yeah. of be jealous. Yeah. But I think that's the battle. That's what we all as a as a community need to um master. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to be two things at the same time. You want your own success and also be happy for someone else. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we know you as a funny guy, obviously. And and you alluded to it earlier on. You spoke about the fact that at home you are Axel. You're just a cousin, brother, uncle, dad. Yes. Um, so I know you're more than a funny guy. What else are you capable of? Um, <laughs> creative. I love to create um, a problem and create a, a solution. Um, I like difficult problems. So I'm good at finding out, finding a way around problems. I like to figure out things myself, even when it comes down to no small things around the house, even plumbing, electric, um, gas heating. I'll just, I'll just think I, I can figure this out, um, and I'll just research it myself. I'll research it myself. I think of, I like to think of when I go. I like to go on walks and let my mind just go run wild. I put my phone aside and I'll just let it just run absolutely wild. And I think of. Dragon Den ideas and and what I'd do if I was there and oh this business plan that business plan and I wonder how this started so that's one thing I I, I do um, I like to help the family a lot love to help the family a lot I'm becoming more I don't know old mature actually in my in my age I don't really like to go out as much I love helping my grandma and granddad because you know they were not going to be here forever so it's just their knowledge their stories um i've got this new financial understanding of um saving money to the max to the maximum and looking back at why so many people like to squander their money or or, or and, and try to teach my son um the importance of financial iq and yeah, these are my these are the three main things. Oh, and um, I, I'm very much in cleansing myself now, as in my mind, my body, my soul. This wasn't me two years ago wow. at all. What so what changed? I don't know. It's just it's just my partner kept saying we need to start eating more healthy, and then it's like we need to be careful what the things that we we're watching because it just it can poison you slowly poison your mind it's just polluting should i say your mind and and um just be healthy like to go to the gym a lot um well, i'm starting to go to the gym a lot should i say um <laughs> and um yeah just get your mind right your mind right and what you put in your body but if any if if someone told me i was to speak like this in a year or two i'd be like no way no way would i but now i just really about cleansing the mind that, that's powerful yeah and yoga loving loving a bit of yoga out of here that's yeah brilliant. yeah loving that's, a bit that's, of yoga. That's, see it see that's so society says that's so masculine but you're here kind of declaring it and saying actually this is helping me to to achieve the goal achieve the yeah goal. yeah i'm very family orientated right now no, I want to extend my family. I want to um, just, I've got to just 
goals and dreams and I just really this 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 is what I want right now very much if it doesn't stimulate my mind I'm not really interested I really I've got a bucket list of I have to travel the world have to travel and I mean the world properly so that's the big thing I'm thinking whether to do it before having a family or during or after but then if it's after I've got to wait a good 10 years so that's in my 40s which is not too bad but you know just all sorts of different things and just this is when I sit down and I think or I just go on walks and I just think 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 so my three main things right now is family uh, cleansing one's body mind and soul and ticking off my bucket list but my the, mainly on my bucket list is traveling the world that's amazing so before you found your way into comedy what was the dream um be famous get a lot of attention um female yeah. attention <laughs> you're, you're actually doing what you do. <laughs> I, I suppose well yeah but i stopped i stopped the I realise that fame doesn't mean you're going to get have money. A lot of people associate fame with wealth and it's two different things. You can be wealthy, but no one knows who you are. And that's how I feel now. I don't, I don't, I want to be wealthy and no one needs to know who I am. But if you asked me eight years ago, I would have been like, no, 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 I want the fame. I probably would have not had the wealth and want the fame and everyone know, oh my God, that's blah, blah, blah. I don't want that now. I don't, it doesn't do anything, benefit my life. It probably just pollutes your mind anyways. So it's just, I just, yeah, I've changed. Yeah, it, but, honestly, this is, it's wonderful to hear and I can't wait for the listeners to hear it because there is, you're just, you just sound so multifaceted. And thank you. It's amazing. So who are your influences in life? Not necessarily just in comedy. Who are they and why? Um, I've got quite a few. Um, my dad was the main influencer in my life. He passed away ten years ago. Would be eleven. It was two thousand eight. So yeah, eleven years ago, cancer. But he 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 was my uh, guide. He showed me what it was. I didn't realize because I was young. But looking back with a much mature mind what it was to be a man and and what it was to be a family man and the importance of marriage and, and being there for your kids and and having a good foundation for them and there's just the little lessons that he used to teach me that looking at it now it's like oh I see you know even with money he used to give me um five pounds a week and um I remember when I saved up a bit. I wanted to, we went, I think we went Asda. And for some reason, I wanted to buy, I wasn't even this young as well. I was old enough not to do this, but I wanted to buy a load of sweets and um, Coca Cola. Mm. And he said, that's a bad decision. It does not make sense. But to show you, I'm going to let you. Mm. And then as he let me, I was like, okay, fine. Anyways, um, I don't know, later on in the week, I realised I, I wanted to get trainers and I asked Dad, can you get me some trainers? I need money for trainers. He said, no, you spent your money. <laughs> you spent your money on, on, on sweets. Put the sweets on your feet and wear those. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he said, that's, that's, I told you it was a bad decision. But I, I, he, instead, of, instead of saying to me, 
no, that's a silly decision. Don't do it. And I'll be like, oh, and not do it. He let me so then I can feel, yeah, that actually was a very dumb decision. You know? Um, And yeah, it's times like that because when now with my son, when he asks asks me, I give him, we're at three pounds a week Mm -hmm. because of his age. Um, and when he asked me for things, I, I, I know naturally I would have been like, no, I'm just even, I think about a year ago, he wanted a pack of Haribo's because he had got his, at that time was like a two pound and he wanted a big pack of Haribo's. But I know naturally I just would have wanted to be like, no, do you mean no? Why? No, you're not going to buy a, a big pack of Haribo's for what? Mm. But because I remember my dad doing the same to me and how I realized and I learned I decided before I even said and answered, I thought about that moment. And I said, "It's a bad decision, but if you want to, yes, you can." Obviously, I limited him him eating the Haribo's and whatnot at home, but it's just so he understood. Now you can't get anything else. So that's what you want to spend your money on, and just basically money, financial like you, and just many other lessons that he I didn't realize was a lesson, but until you're older. That's amazing and I'm sorry that you lost him and actually that your son lost him as well because yeah yeah. he didn't get to because my dad passed in June 7th of June 2008 and my son was born February the 10th 2009 but he did know that my my partner at the time was pregnant and I remember him saying oh that's well done congratulations um but then yeah he didn't get to see him but yeah yeah my i always tell my son stories about my dad always how do you celebrate successes um how do i celebrate successes hugging a kiss from my partner oh oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) hugging a kiss well done congratulations um Talk about talk about the next phase, the next step. Um, no, get yeah, I wouldn't go and do something crazy and I don't know, get some. Well, we might get something to eat, go out or something, but yeah, I'd I'd let her know what's happened or any kind of yeah. If I think of all the other successes in the past, it's her. As soon as as long as she knows and she's happy, then that's it. I don't. There's nothing else really need yeah so i've just got two more questions for this section then we're going to go into a quick fire kind of section where okay. you don't have to think too deeply you just answer and i'll see what you come up with no so problem. for this would you say that you had any missed opportunities and if so what have you learned from having missed them from recognizing oh my goodness you know what i wish i'd done something different there or i missed that opportunity because of fear or you know what what would you say you've had any you have what have you learned um yeah definitely um say doubt doubt and fear thinking you're gonna fail and not 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 making a decision just for the fear of failing which in my new way of thinking is the worst thing you could do because there's nothing wrong with failing that's just a pride thing mm-hmm. so I, um just taking big opportunities at shows and thinking, oh, this is too big. I'm not ready to do this. What if I fail? Not realising that the lesson I'd learned from that would be more than 
enough. Um, then, which is why I decided let me do the O2 because I had learned that you can't be scared of of failing and fear and doubt. And a lot of people said to me, you can't sell out the O2. O2 is 1,800 people. You mm-hmm. cannot do that. Tickets are going for like 25, 30 pounds. You can't. You can't. And um, it was just me thinking, I can't. You can't just keep saying I can't. How do I? How will I ever know? How will I ever know? And um, going off to sell it out was a big like. You see, believe, speak into existence. So, but yeah, there's been shows before opportunities, TV opportunities. Where I'm like, no, 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 I can't. I'm gonna fail. And you've learned now. You're gonna do it differently. Oh, one hundred percent. I'm not scared of failure no more. I see it different. There's nothing wrong with failing. It's one of the best lessons. It's not. It's, it's not. It's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. So, last question in this section. What do you no longer choose to entertain in your life? Women. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah like i've got no time for all that yeah just just unnecessary energies um bad vibes um friends going down paths that don't make sense for me Mm. distractions yes i mean yes (laughs) for sure Okay, sure. quick fire, quick fire. I'm just going to ask a question. You say either the actual answer or the first thing that comes into your head, okay? Okay. Or like 12 of them. Last movie you watched? Oh, what was it called? Um, the Source Code. Oh, okay. Game of Thrones or not? Game of Thrones. I'm going to watch it tonight. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> uh, tell us a secret. Um left-handed i don't know if that's a secret i mean i didn't know it so yeah <laughs> <laughs> what do you want um ultimate happiness and love excellent what do you need um my partner and my family <laughs> milkshakes vanilla or banana <sighs> oh uh, um vanilla banana vanilla banana uh, banana okay good good answer <laughs> comedy or love Com- oh. is this a movie or is it oh is this in my life oh. i don't know you tell me um, love excellent iphone or android iphone favorite food Planting. Yeah, good, good, good choice. Favorite color? Black. Do you know what ASMR is? ASMR. Yeah. No. Okay, so you know sometimes online they do videos and people are whispering or they're touching things or they're crinkling things. Yeah. People. Okay. Well, I do that all the time as well. Oh well, then you probably experienced it. You didn't even realize. When, so when it's when you're as they're talking or doing something they're touching something or 
or something and it's giving you a sensation of being relaxed and calm. Yeah. And calm. It's a lot, it's linked a lot to things like mindfulness and that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, your worst days consist of? Um, my worst days consist of uh, traffic. <laughs> Serious heavy duty traffic. Mm. And last one in this section, your best days consist of? Free time with my partner. So, letter to yourself. The instructions are simple. You're writing a letter to either your future or your past self. What does it say? What does it say? Start your letter, dear Axel. I was actually going to do this as well. That was on my bucket list to write a list 10 years in the future. Um, Dear Axel, I'm proud of the man you have become. Um, I want you to keep continuing on that path. And don't forget to keep on that path and don't deviate from the plan. Your plans are going to grow and escalate more than you can ever imagine. But you must be consistent and stick to what you believe in. You don't stand for anything. You fall for everything. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, so is there anyone that you want to use this platform to put somebody on? Like, um, is there anyone you see something special in that you want to give like a shout out to? Uh, shout out to Kojo, the comedian right now, who has been doing wonders. I love the fact that he's, 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 he's created a beautiful family. We've got a beautiful wife. Um, the love is very strong. I love the energy. He just recently um, fought his fears and went on to a program called Britain's Got Talent. And he just got given a golden button. He went on there, performed stand-up comedy. I just saw it this, this morning, actually. And um, he's through to the semi-finals, all for believing and not, not being scared to challenge himself. And 100% that would have been something that he would have had a lot of fear in. A lot of people would have said no to. And he fought against the tide and stuck to it. And the outcome already has been more than he can ever imagine. So definitely shouts out to Kojo right now. Good, good, good. Where can people find you or see you perform? You can see me perform. I put all my information up on my Instagram and Snapchat. With that being said, you could find me on my Instagram and Snapchat. It's the same on both, and it's Axel Comedian. All one word, no space, Axel Comedian. Excellent. Well, that brings us to the end of this very inspiring interview. And I'm honestly, I'm so grateful that you did this. Because I learn more than I thought I could have. I know, I know everyone's got, you know, they've got a story in the past, and I, I champion people's stories. But I love to hear your growth in the last two years or whatever. I just think you're amazing, so I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a Dream Days Experience production.